Hi, this is Mike Sayre from Customer States. If you want to use the best quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw to performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, maintaining that tractor that you love so much, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we need for our specific applications. Hit stands for honesty, integrity, and trust. So you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That Coupled with Justice Brothers' 40 years of experience supplying automotive products and over 75 years in the racing industry, you certainly have everything at your fingertips to get the job done. And did I forget to mention that Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA and that they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. But don't let me talk your ear off about it. Talk to my man Travis Ferris at 805-208-7818 or visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Welcome back. It's Friday. I'm off work, and I'm thirsty. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Wait. Mm. Ah, I hear the sizzle. That's pretty good. That's, that's <laughs> that a nice uh, sizzle. Nice mic. Oh, strawberry lemonade. Not bad. Mm. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning back into another episode of Customer States. I am Jacob Rikus, as always. Been in the automotive field since I was a kid. I've uh, been doing service advisor work for about three plus. Uh, to my left, as always, the producer and uh, button masher himself, Kevin. What's up, everybody? It's Kevin in the hizzy. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> very Sorry, I couldn't I'm very right. sleep deprived. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm here to mash some buttons do some reading very so, nice uh to my left is the incomparable mike sarah hey uh this is mike sarah hi um, hi mike <laughs> <laughs> hello from the customer states podcast where we talk about everything in the automotive industry <laughs> <laughs> um uh senior master technician shop foreman transmission technician uh the wearer of many hats um and uh <laughs> to to my left uh, is Allie Paul, the warranty wizard herself. What's up, Allie? What's up, Mike? Hi, everybody. This is Allie Paul. I've been a warranty administrator for 10 years and been bashing my head repeatedly against the wall for that same amount of time. And that's everyone, right? That's everybody. That is Kevin, an introduction. That's Kevin was in the hizzy. <laughs> Kevin yeah. was in the- I'm in the hizzy, yo. <laughs> and sleep deprived like I was last week. Yes. Oh, my God. Actually, yesterday as well. Everyone sleep deprived yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's the day before today. It's the day before today. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, something special, fun that everybody can enjoy. Uh, we, uh, oh, what's that? The rustling of paper. <laughs> that means that something good is on the horizon. The the sweet smell New of beginnings. ink and paper. But Jake, what does it mean? <laughs> so once again, guys, we have the table read of an Earl Ramsey original, part three. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. So the we're gonna basically start off with a quick introduction of who everybody will be playing, and we will uh, read this bad boy out. Yeah. 
So God help us all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will be reading the part of asshole customer. Uh, this is Kevin. This is Allie. I will be reading the part of dealer principal. My name is Jake and I'm service manager. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mike and I will be playing the part of Earl. <laughs> Background. Asshole customer was top dog for a large Alberta oil production company. Service manager would give him eager rim job slash and or reach around every time he graced our doors. You know, because if he did not come twice on every visit, he would badmouth us and the whole corporation would blacklist us. I I roll. roll. (laughs) When aforementioned oil company was bought out, it forced his retirement. Asshole customer became a regular jack off that was accustomed to getting everything he wants, no matter how retarded. Service manager, 30 years on the job, local service manager, a true believer in, quote, the customer is always right, end quote. The tech is always wrong and or incompetent unless the tech is an actual fucking idiot. Then he's good to go 100%, no questions asked. He does parking lot diag, orders parts, forgetting that the last time he has relevant, up-to-date know-how was in the early 1970s. (laughs) Swapping bins and rolling back mileage are as normal as breathing in the name of a good survey. You all know the guy. Dealer principal owns 51% of the place, wears $300 shirts, and vacations 49% of the year. (laughs) guy knows what's up uh, man sign me up yeah that's cashing in cashing out <laughs> he's aware that people work for him but unless they are in front of him he is not sure who we are or what we do to keep the lights on and the doors open earl ford senior master tech shop foreman huge fan of straight talk zero fucks to give all fields left at home they are not required to fix cars uh, my wife suffers from migraines. When she gets them, she throws up for a day or two from the pain. I made tacos Monday and have been eating leftovers for three days as she is not eating due to the migraine. This becomes important later. <laughs> Pay attention, children. All right, here we go. The tale of an asshole. Asshole customer comes in with his 2018 F-150 limited 98,123 kilometers, which is 60,970 miles for us U.S. beeps. HVAC HVAC stuck in one mode, can't change it. Black 8-inch infotainment screen, can't roll down passenger side window. All MS can is down. Check the usual suspects. Find left rear tail light full to the top with water. The water has shorted the blind spot monitor module and has in turn created a dead short in the medium speed network, killing it. Connector is full of green death. No cracks that I can see. Quote the housing, 1600. BLIS, or the Blind Spot Indicator System, 905. 1.5 hours network diag, minimum network diag charge, 149 an hour. I leave the lamp out of the truck so that all functions and features operate correctly. I go over. The info with the advisor. ESP does not cover the housing, and no, I cannot casually, or excuse me, I cannot... Causal. Oh, causal. Thank you. I cannot causal the BLIS as it is inside and cannot teleport water in with it. (laughs) Pigtail, housing, and BLIS bracket all not covered. No used parts anywhere. I will not drill the housing to let the water out. He has to pony up and buy it. All this information is relayed to the asshole customer. Asshole customer has a spit spraying white knuckle shit flip. 
Asshole customer. <laughs> Asshole customer wants to talk to the service manager. Service manager is on vacation. Asshole customer goes full Karen. I demand to see the owner. <laughs> he is on lunch. You will be lucky if you see him here before about three-ish. Asshole customer fucks off in a cloud of four foot nine inch screaming fury. <laughs> <laughs> He phones at five minutes to five, saying he will be there in ten minutes to get his truck, and demands the lamp be restored. If he gets a ticket for no tail light, he is gonna try to make me pay it. <laughs> well then, I go out to the truck, start it, set the heated seats to high, and the heater to surface of mercury. <laughs> then, I shit my pants. <laughs> a burbling, hot, hot, hot. Third-degree burn on the O-ring, thick laser of a fart. A choking, eye-watering, pepper mace of an assault on all the senses. I gag, do a quick check for actual shit in my pants, and pop out of the 120-degree cab. I lock the door and throw the keys in the gas cap. I plug the tail lamp in and lock in the HVAC settings. Fast forward to 7 a.m. this morning. Little fucker needs a cape because he is super pissed. <laughs> super pissed. <laughs> I walk past him and his shitbox, unlock a door, slip in, and lock it as he gets closed. I mouth the words, we do not open till eight. Turn and walk away without waiting for his acknowledgement. I'm pretty sure he got spit on the window from yelling incoherently and convulsing like a marionette controlled by Michael J. Fox. <laughs> My Jesus. God. Poet. Uh, a poet. 1.25 gigawatts. Asshole customer waits for dealer principal to show up at about 9.30. At about 10, dealer principal comes to see me. Can we help him? No. And I lay it all out. Internal harness corrosion, ET. Dealer principal asked me to lay it out the same way for him, and maybe he will understand. I agree, but you know I'm not going to. One, lie. Two, pander. Three, cups of balls. <laughs> Asshole customer sees us and blurts out, This is a factory flaw, and I'm not paying a cent. We did away with five pen with pennies five years ago. Uh, so you weren't paying a nickel then? Ford is going to pay, and that's the end. The service manager will make Ford pay. He always does. Also, my truck smells like an East Indian zoo <laughs> midsummer, and it is stuck at one million degrees. <laughs> the heated seat is on. Is that so? Looks at Earl for an answer. <laughs> Network issues are bizarre. Look of concern mixed with a big shrug. <laughs> I lay out the whole deal. Yes, we agree it's a factory flaw, no doubt. But it's past warranty. And even if we get after, after warranty assistance, the most Ford will pay is half. So he would still be on the hook for about $1,300. More than likely, Ford would pay 20% max in my experience. Asshole customer has another significantly less spectacular shit flip. If this was a GMC, they would cover it. Don't say that, and no, they would not. How about insurance? If it were busted in a hit and run, you would claim the whole thing on insurance. What's your deductible? Two fifty, but you're gonna pay it. Call your insurance company. Here's a card with our number on it. Have them call us if they have any questions. But the lamp is not broken. What if they look? Smack it with something. <laughs> With, without hesitation, he turns and walks to his truck, pulls out a golf club from the back seat, and whacks the living fuck out of the left tail lamp and then drives off. Well, that solves it, doesn't it? Five, Five hours later. Earl, call on 101. Earl, call on 101. The insurance wants more info. 
I read my original comments off the RO to her. She comments on the lack of notes regarding the damage. Damage? I asked with shock and alarm. What damage? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he is claiming to have been hit in a parking lot and the damage caused corrosion on the inside. I asked her for her email and sent pics of my findings. If you suspect fraud, you can have the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Which is apparently like their FBI. (laughs) I'm serious. Just are horses horses involved? Yeah. Mounted. Mounted. Yes, the They're not mounting each other that I know of. (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) We don't judge. You can get the RCMP uh, out and get our digital security cam footage. And I'm sure you can see his truck in... In out the lot and the lamp and all. He was here between 7 11 a.m. today. No, thank you. And please be discreet with how you got this information. Click. My dick has never been this hard. <coughs> Two, Two days, days later. later. Mm. Are you happy? Confusion. Like, in general? Uh, no, not really. Why? What, what, what can I do for you? And don't say warranty fraud. Smile fades like a fart in a tornado. (laughs) Asshole Customers Insurance Company called. They want your photos. Short of that, they want our parking lot security cam footage from 8 to 12. So email your photos to me. Genuine looking concern mixed with remorse. Hmm. I dropped my phone in the toilet this morning and it corrupted the memory card. The camera roll is gone. Shit! I show him a camera roll I preloaded two nights ago with generic broken link photos. A couple hundred of them. So, sorry boss, but why not just take more pics? It's broken now. They want time-stamped pics from before he called them. It seems like they have reason to suspect fraud. Shock. Oh no, not here. We don't do that. Pulls out phone, dials, yeah, gone. <laughs> Unintelligible yelling. Erased, asshole, blah, 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 blah. No corrupted, blah, 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 blah. I looked, uh, yes, all the footage is gone. Blah, blah, blah. More munchkin noises. <laughs> Click. <laughs> he wants us to try for AWA. What do you want? Start a claim. Oh, um, well, we, we can't. The first thing is they ask for pics, like in eight different angles. He smashed the light. Son of a bitch. <laughs> He should have waited till he called the insurance company. Do we have any used units under 60000 I-, I know we don't. We could pour water into one of their $3,000 taillights and go nuts. My paper got stuck. <laughs> I'm about to bust a staple. <laughs> I guess we'll see what the wizard of fraud service manager comes up with. He will then swap a customer's truck and forget to change the survey info, and the customer will call forward and rat us out, like X did when the service manager put a power transfer unit in his own flex on X's flex VIN. Then X got the survey, and we got audited. Dealer principal's face seems carved of granite. Hmm. Asshole customer did follow through with his insurance company, who called us. Dealer principal did not turn over the security camera footage, knowing that it recorded asshole customer smashing his taillight in 4K HDR. (laughs) (laughs) He explained this all to the asshole customer in detail. Asshole customer is an asshole, but he's not a total fool. I think he suspects I set him up. As if I built his piece of shit tail lamp. He cancels his insurance claim and starts on harassing the service manager. 
Service managers made a life of eating shit to make people happy. There isn't little he wouldn't stoop to to make a customer happy. But as it turns out, the wizard of fraud has limits. I mentioned earlier that the dealer principal and I had handled this bag of rotten badger foreskin due to the service <laughs> manager being on vacation. He was visiting his dad in a town eight hours north who has dementia and forgets that his wife died last Christmas. So, asshole customer has been since he got the news that his shit was broke and not free, calling and texting the service manager nonstop, calling drunk with his friends on speakerphone out on the golf course, hurling shit and abuse, texting at all hours. One conversation was between 9 and 11 p.m. and only ended because the service manager's phone died. Service manager came back Monday after having to spend a week with his father at a home under huge COVID security, reminding him daily that his wife of 60 years is dead and dealing with that crushing news every single day. Then asshole customer starts up. This Monday morning, we have our meeting to cover what needs to be handled from his time off. I cover what the asshole customer has been up to all along and another peckerwood. He shows me the text and call logs. I tell him we should fire him as a customer and probably sodomize him just so he knows who the boss is. <laughs> okay. I even offer to spit roast him. Then I have to explain what that is. <laughs> Hashtag sell the bell. Sell the bell. We decide that he is going to buy the lamp full retail or fuck off. I tell the service manager to phone the asshole customer now and set it in stone. He declines too much to catch up on. Always. Tuesday passes, Wednesday comes. Asshole customer calls and hurls abuse at both advisors. Multiple pages to the service manager go unanswered. Noon rolls around. Asshole customer shows up demanding to see the service manager. He is upstairs eating his lunch. Asshole customer storms upstairs and shows his ass. Mm. Our Irish Tasmanian devil and utter spaz sales manager freaks out and tosses his ass out of the building. It's like one of those midget wrestling videos. <laughs> Bunch of squeaky toy noises and, square, and swear words. <laughs> Three minutes later, the service manager's phone is blowing up. He answers and tells asshole customer to fuck his hat. I have a quick but satisfying wink. <laughs> At about 3.30 today, I get a call. It's the Chevy dealer across the street. They have an F-150 that is being assessed and they have questions. Vin ends in deet, 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 one six. Yes. Water and left-hand tail lamp? Yes. Smells like a zoo in Pakistan? Nothing works inside? Well, yes. <laughs> After the shop saw that one lamp was not working, they went to check the bulbs and found it was not plugged in. They plugged it in and all hell broke loose. What's the deal? It needs a $2,300 tail lamp assembly. To be honest, the right is probs not far behind. You should devalue the trade to account for both, yes, 5K, yes, it is crazy. Yeah, we will be sad to see him go. Great. Never kept his truck long enough to get out of the powertrain <laughs> warranty. <laughs> bye bye buddy. Click. He called and threatened to sue me for losses. I reminded him that this call was being recorded for quality assurance and customer satisfaction. He questioned my breeding. I questioned what kind of retirement package Willy Wonka's chocolate factory had. <laughs> <laughs> the noise that he made is seared into my brain. A gagging tra tantrum of half words and spit. He may have shat. I'm 99% sure he threw his phone. Parts took a call at a quarter to five for two side obstacle detection modules and two tail lamps and two pigtails for Chevy across the street. My erection lasted for more than four hours and I did not call a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well 
Bravo. Bravo. Encore. Oh my goodness, that was great. That um, was fantastic. Yeah, Earl, you've got you've got something uh, mm-hmm. something about your uh, your writing skills, man. He's, his a, he's vo- a poet. His he's vocabulary a is. He's a poet, and he probably knows it. Top notch. <laughs> Jake and I made that uh, joke in oh, the yeah, car we did. earlier. It, it, I got I got to admit, this guy definitely has a gift when it comes to colorful writing. It's it's fucking hilarious. Thank I'm gonna you, I'm gonna try and what bug him for uh, for a couple more. Nice. Uh, he's <laughs> he's he, got to have more. Oh, he, he does him. have more. He does he does have more. And since I've seen his picture with that awesome haircut, it like totally lines up with this writing style. <laughs> No. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Wait. What does all MS can is down mean? That's can bus. Can bus so, system. Yeah, medium oh, speed can. MS can. Shit. Medium speed can. So like communication uh, access network. Okay. Um, so one's the front. Uh, uh, communication area network. So. Mm-hmm. Communication area network. We had. Do you remember that uh, white sedan that we had that was towed in that was all jacked up in the front? The white three yes. that I was working on, mm-hmm. same thing. She crashed mm-hmm. that thing to pieces, and it just sheared through the CAN bus everywhere. Nothing works. Her, I mean, the ignition doesn't work. The headlights don't work. I mean, nothing works. Yeah, so once one of the networks goes down, that's it's it. Much yeah, the end of, of all the other modules. That they would all communicate with each other. That was a fun time to, the, <laughs> to have the body shop, you know, drop it off. And usually, we never see that when they're rebuilding. They're like, "Yeah, we want you to install the harness." What? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we just want you to do it. It's going to be like 15 hours. And it's like, oh, insurance will pay for it. Oh, they okay, do. cool. I'm down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. It. It's like a $2,500 harness. The body, and- shop, the, the body shop will send vehicles over to me. Uh, we need you to pull the engine and transmission and front suspension out of this thing so that we can like paint the firewall or do something else. Right. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just and you know, set it up on a dolly. We'll t- uh, have the tow truck come pick it up. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. For twenty something hours. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll do that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want. Just bring me another one after. When right. You're done. <laughs> yeah. It's that's it. it. You usually don't see it. I, I mean, I know with Mike, it's all like it's. That's more common with us. It's not as hard to work on our line when it comes to just yeah. tearing it down and reinstalling stuff. Yeah, we're working with much smaller vehicles. Right. So. Well, and like I said, when the wiring harness is like twenty five hundred bucks, and then the labor is like another three grand, I'm like, yeah. And my tech's stoked. He's like, all right, fifteen hours. It's like, okay, do it. Aren't you going to call them? Nope, it's insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Man, nothing is fucked here. Nothing well, is fucked. You want to talk about uh, insurance? Uh, I had posted a picture. Uh, oh, oh yeah, uh, insurance can't yeah. help you here. I, I, I had posted a picture uh, earlier and um, earlier in the week and had talked about uh, some transport truck damage. On Facebook, a, on a customer states podcast. Your yeah. favorite, Allie. Transportation claims. Fuck. That you guys, transportation claims, and you guys got extra screwed because they STI'd that, right? I don't sexually transmitted innuendos. They left it at without anybody checking it in. Yeah, I, I, it was an early morning drop, so I, I don't exactly know the full story. I, I remember seeing it get dropped off the transport truck, and then nobody going out there to look at it. The mm-hmm. guy just kind of bound off, like uh, yeah, that's super right common with damage. Yeah. And then sometimes you oh I didn't see it but I mean they we, don't leave us for Volkswagen sometimes the transporters won't leave a slip and so you just have to they don't use one transportation company yeah like 
other car well, lines do. Well, my favorite is I don't necessarily have to deal with the damage. I'm sorry that you do because that's kind of your terrible. side. You, but mm. my favorite thing is like how you said when they do the early morning drops, some dingbat moves the blocker and allows the transfer truck right. to drive in all the cars, which we're not supposed to do. We're supposed to leave it closed. Somebody gets there. They can at least watch the dude pull him in, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. The cars, a lot of them, even though we're limited right now, are coming from Mexico. The fun thing about with them coming from Mexico is they are hiding all of the parts in different Shh, places. Don't tell anybody. Because they're having thefts down there. So when we get the cars, the fuses have been moved like four times and they hide them. The keys are hidden. The tow hook covers are hidden. The mats are hidden. So when you get these cars and we've got to PDI them and we pull them out or look where everything is, it's like, well, what the fuck? This isn't in the normal spot. This isn't the normal spot. So it makes you think it's missing or something. Correct. And when we have the porters who move them, a bunch of stuff gets moved. It's like, okay, they're supposed to go and collect everything and then put it. The problem is, even if it is somewhere in the car and they just don't find it and they move it. When we get it, then sales comes to yell at us. Like, what the hell did you do with this? This isn't in there. How come we didn't see this? Right. Where's the toe? Was that the expensive piece? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, where where's the books? Where's the keys? Where's So you get nothing? (laughs) (laughs) And every time. So we've I mean, in the past couple of weeks, unfortunately, the dealerships had to eat like a couple of keys. We've had to buy a couple of user's manuals just because of the way that that's happening. By the way, user's manuals that's, are expensive as hell. That's a lot of paper. Dude, it's <laughs> it's like a $400 book. Yeah. Hey, if plywood's expensive, paper's got to be expensive even, too. Even so, I was thinking it's like, okay, maybe $100, $150. Bucks. When I saw with the new models, it's like $475 for the Why? book. And it's a shame that nobody reads them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody spent a lot of time. <laughs> Somebody spent propane a lot of time and propane accessories. And, and printing that out and for all for your informational needs, mm-hmm. but... Then you come and ask me stupid questions. That... So speaking of that, coming back around, coming back around yeah. to the car that was delivered. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. The whole reason yes. we're talking about this. I'm sorry, Mike. Right. I get tangent. It's okay. Tangents. Uh, that's all. That's all we do here. Um, so <clears throat> with uh, tangents and the truck that got dropped off, uh, we had a brand new uh, F-150 get dropped off at our dealership, an early morning drop. And the thing was basically totaled. Um, I didn't get a chance to put it on a frame alignment machine or anything like that. But <laughs> you don't need a frame yeah. alignment judging machine by the pictures to know what happened. Uh, that you guys saw on the, on yep. the uh, Facebook page and, and uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, it's you can tell it's pretty messed up. Uh, yeah. I think he fucking shattered it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was shattered. We have you know aluminum beds and things like that in the in the vehicle. But um, I, I think that was more than just bed damage. I mean, it, it looks like maybe. Yeah, on, that thing's fucked, dude. Uh, yeah, on, on the transport it's truck, a, it's it a total vehicle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. told Mike, I'm like, that's not how you're supposed to stance trucks. No, <laughs> no, it's, not. no so it's not. So it for sure fell off yeah, the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it show. fell off. I think it got hit by something. It looks like it almost because the one side isn't as dipped. And then on the opposite side, I think you're right. Like we had a comment. It almost looks like something wedged itself in between where the bed meets the back of the cab and just. 
Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I think the truck got hit in the coming rear off the, the Oh, you're saying gotcha. The truck oh. got hit. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's like, like somebody hit the transport truck and just mm-hmm. happened to also hit the F-150 that was there and like pushed it up or something like that. I was picking it up from the port and the crane hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there when this happened. You know, I didn't see it personally, but I'm just assuming. <laughs> right. Yeah, that dude's getting fired. I mean, I You don't report happened. that though? Well, bro. I, I mean, well, again, no, I, I don't. that's what you're end up living in a van down Down by by the the river river. fantastic (laughs) it's too many pages away kevin can't find the button oh no 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 so does will ford come and pick that up most likely that's okay it's not even worth doing anything to it like they just need oh no no no. i i know that I was more along the lines of it's like, how long is that going to sit in your lot? It's like, is Ford going to give you a hard time? Or they're like, yeah, we'll come get the truck. Do you think if they, well, it would be <clears throat> considered a total vehicle because of the frame damage, right? It's, it, so I don't know what's what goes on with that sort of thing because it's still technically owned by Ford Motor Company, I would think, because we never like accepted it or brought it into our stock. So it's mm-hmm. still a Ford Motor Company unit. So they, right. may, they may take it back and use it for parts mm-hmm. or they may, you know, fix it and strip it all apart and put a new frame and, you know, cause the cab's probably okay. Or they made well, the and trans out of it or something like that. <laughs> or, or just no me- idea what happens. Or just mess it up more and put it in one of the back of those trailers that says, this is what happens when you drink and drive. <laughs> 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 yeah. It'll be delivered to some uh, school for a mock right. <laughs> drinking and driving accident. This is your brain on drugs. Fill a bunch minutes. of red food coloring all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Mothers against drunk drivers. Yes. <laughs> Oh fuck those chicks, Jesus! (laughs) Do not condone, do not condone drinking and driving. But those chicks are pretty crazy. Yeah, they're fucking nuts. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. And I wanted to say live on this recording, Mike. Thank you so much for the help today, dude. That was uh, that was awesome. Oh yeah, you guys straight up had a meetup. (laughs) I'm in trouble. (laughs) Oh, why don't you why don't you talk about a little? You well, first off. <laughs> we wear tight pants to show off our bulges. I want everyone to know that an air f- high five just took place. Oh, yes. oh yeah, Jake, that was you and me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, uh, by the way, the thing that will be released at one point that we aren't going to completely spoil is up in his stall, up on the wall with his personal call bell. Oh, yes. It's. Yeah. Awesome. He's like, we're walking by to get the parts and he points and he's like, look at that. I'm like, oh my God, there it is in the wild. I can't, <laughs> can't wait to send those out. You guys silly? <laughs> it's uh, coming soon. Yeah, it is. Coming soon. Um, phrasing. <laughs> phrasing. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Nice. So we had, we had a, the biggest model we have, the C, screw it, the CX-9. Yeah, you guys work for Mazda and Volkswagen. We're allowed to say that. Schmarzda? We had a CX-9 come in on the flat, you know, on the hook. Mm-hmm. And we have a pull in. Nobody knows what's going on. We all look at each other. It's like, did you get a phone call about a CX-9? It's like, no. So we go out there and we talk to this guy and we're like, what's this here for? He's like... Well, it's a stolen vehicle. We're like, <laughs> okay, this is getting interesting. And we go, so what happened? It's like, well, the car was broken into. The people dumped out all of her suitcases, did not take anything in the suitcases, but took the suitcases themselves. And walked off. None of these are my sizes. Yes. Fuck it. <laughs> and walked off with the keys. So 
the she calls the cops. The cops find it in a chop shop in like deep Simi Valley or what they believe is a chop shop that they've been watching for a long time. Just abandoned, no keys. The shitty thing about this is for whatever reason, apparently thieves want safety and the car not to roll back on them because they engage the electronic parking brake after they took the keys. So it's on the it's on the hook and it's locked into place. So huge kudos to this tow truck guy. He has been doing this for a long time. I've seen tow truck drivers come and try and shake the cars off where they're literally just hitting the controls where it's sliding the flatbed back and forth and they're praying that the car's just gonna slide off without damaging it. Well, this guy has a big old bottle of Windex and he just throws it all over the bed of his truck and then slides two big plastic wedges right underneath the tires. That's that's how they do that. When you're smart, a lot of them aren't, but he is. Tilts it, gives it one hard push, slides right off, tilts it and drops it. (laughs) (laughs) And just drops it right off, smooth as butter. He's like, thanks guys, if you know you need anything, it's like you can, because we were giving him huge kudos, we don't have luck like that with tow truck drivers. So here's my card, give me a call anytime if you need something towed, so that's sweet. So Future guest. (laughs) Right. Tow truck drivers have some stories. Yeah, that would be cool. So we get it off, and at first... Um, phrasing? (laughs) Ah, man, you're on that today. I'm sorry. That's okay, I'm not even realizing it. Good good job. Yeah, he was on that. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> more, more good today than shit. Yeah, for reals, no more dogs. Or <laughs> So we to get into the car alley, if you don't know how this works, not to assume. Uh-huh. But no, mm-hmm. I'm serious. No, I know. <laughs> You're fine. So the car's electronic parking brake's on. So unless you can turn the car on, there's no way to disengage it. There's the override switch that you can throw it into neutral, okay. but the car's not going anywhere because the electronic parking brake's on. So... We have to get the shop laptop, which I'm using that phrase very lightly because at this point it is super old and it's basically a paperweight. (laughs) We plug it in. You got to go into IDS and you have to do a force start where it'll allow you to at least turn accessory mode on where you can get the emergency parking brake off and then you can push it. The laptop was not working. Oh. So I call. Really? Oh. Oh, You, You guys have a shop laptop? A shop laptop. So. I call Mike. I'm like, or excuse me, I text him. I'm sitting at my desk. I'm like, dude, we don't have anything good here. We don't have wheel dollies. We don't have anything. So you get nothing. (laughs) I'm like, can you help us out? It's like, whoever I got to talk to, can we please come borrow some parts real quick so we can get this car up and pushed into a stall? So yeah, come see me. So me and uh, AC go over and we say hi to him. Mm-hmm. And I meet his shop mate that was next to him. Yeah, my my current trainee, Andrew. Right, current trainee, Andrew. Seems like a cool guy. And of course, Mike's like... What did like, I say? Your bay mate? Bay mate. Hey, bay mate. Hey, bay mate. Hey, bay mate. Hey, bay mate. And he introduces me to Andrew and he's like, you recognize the voice? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Never meet your heroes. So we, so we have a smoke and we go talk about, you know, dealership crap and it's all the same, blah, blah, blah. So we grab that and we drive back. So we get it onto the car, we jack it up, all that kind of happy stuff. And I didn't tell you this part. We actually really didn't end up using them. So we got it, the rear tires up into the air and ready to push. And the string bean that works for us, the mm-hmm. one where his shop bay called him a retard. Oh, yeah. Um, he comes out with his... <laughs> you know he's a retard, right? <laughs> <laughs> he comes out with his own personal laptop, and he's 
unbeknownst to all of us, installed IDS on that thing. So he plugs that one in and boom, gets the car fired up. We drop it off and I drive him back to you and we get it pushed into the stall and it's all good. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, but huge save. So thank you, Mike. Always, You're- always happy to help other technicians and even other dealerships in my local area. That's really not an issue. Gotcha. I'm well, happy to help. I, I really, really, truly appreciate that, dude. And uh, we're running low on beverages. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a sponsor break and we'll be back. Thanks. Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac? Oh. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. And welcome back, everybody. We actually have a special guest in the podcast. Very professional. Professional studio today. (laughs) This round of hard seltzers. (laughs) Truly. Flavored hard seltzers are brought to you by my bestie, Ivanka. Ivanka, say hi. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, Ivanka. Hi, Ivanka. Thank you very much. (laughs) This episode round brought to you by Ivanka. Oh, guys, such wow. a warm welcome. You guys want to crack them? You guys and ready? Here's our it. salute. Yeah. All right, let's let's see if I let's see if I can get this again. Oh yeah. Oh, you are just fucking that mic up, bud. Sizzle. I barely tapped it. Dude, you are fucking that mic up. <laughs> Jake's fucked up mic brought to you by Hard Seltzer Beverage. Yeah, but way too close to a to a mic. <laughs> So I wanted to bring up for mm, the... This is a delicious hard seltzer beverage. Mm. <laughs> Truly delicious. Yeah, hard seltzer beverage company. Get at me. Thank you. Mm. So I had a light bulb moment this <clears throat> week. I kind of felt like an idiot after I put two and two together. You know he's retarded, right? <laughs> <laughs> Should we isolate that? Should we promote the word retarded? It's mm, controversial. It's I don't know. Controversial. <laughs> Anyways. Everything you're doing is bad. I want you to know this. <laughs> thank you for letting me know. Thank you. Thank you. So, <clears throat> this week's late. So, this week's pretty much big project was to get rid of a four foot tall stack of e waste. So, that's monitors, modems, keyboards. Oh my. All of that stuff. <laughs> so, all kinds of stuff. And then in addition to that, I have, you know, another two foot stack on top of a bunch of file cabinets. So it's a big deal to get this stuff away. So, um, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of this stuff. So there's a bunch of different companies. Some will give you like tax credits and there's all kinds of different ones. So, you know, I'm reaching out to these companies. I'm getting like random ass faxes that are like, Hey, do you want to get rid of your e-waste? Hi. Wait, 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 wait. Hi, I'm here to remind you about your car's warranty. You you caught that too. You're getting faxes? Oh yeah. (laughs) 
Yes. Do you understand why I have e-waste? I have dot matrix printers I have to get rid of. Do you understand? Hey, don't make fun oh, of his dot matrix. Dude, I love I love those things. <laughs> <laughs> Little That's accordion. Crazy. How many faxes? I mean, other than spam, like how many faxes do you legitimately get a day? So, Quite a few. Actually, we also use faxes for the old fogies that work with us that transfer things, send paperwork from one store to the other since our sister stores are adjoining, like one lot across from each other. And to be fair, a lot of the... To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. A lot of the extended warranty companies that we use when they'll pay for customers or, you know, extended coverage, the easiest way to get paid is to send the ROs via fax. If you do it online or anything, it takes forever. Listen, <clears> these <throat> people aren't taking photos with their phones. They have fucking jitterbugs, okay? Like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> wow. Jitterbugs. <laughs> Jitterbug. <laughs> Thank you, Ivanka. Yeah, my, so, my service manager tells people that we don't have a fax machine just because she feels like it's archaic. It <laughs> is archaic. Use it unless it's in case of emergency. <laughs> you guys silly? I'm still going to send it. In a fax. So my, okay, quick tangent. My coworker, Derek, he's like 25. He heard the sound of the fax machine and he's like, um, <laughs> what, what is that? What is that? I was like, well, Derek, let me bring you to the museum. This is a fax machine. So, okay. So I have some old servers and stuff, you know, they're already wiped. They're ready to go. So I'm reaching out to these companies and they're like, oh yeah, can you take a picture of the serial number of each item that you'd like to donate? Or can you palletize and shrink wrap everything so we can haul it off? Be like, no, you, but you I can say, throw it in the no, fucking dumpster. No, no yeah, I can't. Like, exactly. You want it? Like, I didn't think it would be this hard. I'm calling Best That's Buy now. Said. That's yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling Best Buy. I called Goodwill. I called all these places. Like, can, okay, now I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to just drop off a couple people pieces every day like i'm gonna send the parts drivers to get rid of them two pieces a day whatever so i went on a smoke break with jake today hi it's friday hi jake hi and as i'm walking back i have like a my own personal staircase that goes up to my warranty tower of awesomeness so (laughs) of of terror whichever way you want to look at it so I'm walking towards the bays, and I see the scrap metal guy's truck right there. Ding! And And? I'm looking at the scrap metal truck, and then I'm looking at the four-foot-tall pile of (laughs) e-waste shit, okay? And I'm looking at the pile, and I'm looking at the guy, and I'm looking at... And I'm like, oh my god! So I go over... Yes. (laughs) Mother of God. So I run over to him and I was like, hey, do you know anybody who could take this? And he's like, oh, I can take it. Or It's a me. It's a me. It's a me. Let me just call my boss and see what I can quote you. So I can get you a refund because the scrap guys like cut our dealership a check as part of that. That's an awesome scrap guy. Yeah. It's like, well, they'll you ta- know, they'll, we always have a deal going with somebody. They'll take a thousand pounds of like rotors and old stuff like that and pick up like four used engines. And they're like, here's 50 bucks. Yeah. Well, where do you think the pizza party money comes from? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. There's no such thing as a free lunch, Jake. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There is no such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hashtag sell the bell. Dad, is that you? Hashtag Anyways. Hashtag sell the bell. <laughs> So, um, I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, no, 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 no need to call your supervisor. Like, please just take it. Cause it's been a pain in my ass, pain in my lady dick for the f- past like week and a half. Okay. So I'm super stoked. He's super stoked because he's like, well, is this all you have? Like this four foot pile? It's a huge pile of shit. I can attest to that. It was a lot. And like, plus we had people like, oh, are you getting rid of e-waste? So now there's people's home printers and stuff being, you know, thrown into the mix. To be fair, I... To be fair. (laughs) Sorry, I had to wait for a sec. Um, We had a TV that was in the back of my car that I was supposed to throw into that pile and I missed that pickup so i just yeeted it into the trash can i'm like i don't have time for this oh cut that cut that not allowed illegal trash waste well it's better than yeeting it in the desert with a bunch of shotgun shells yeah. 45 yeah so. speaking there are seals of- suffocating in oil i think my tv in the dumpster will be okay okay so speaking of yeeting so Uh-oh. that's what she said <laughs> not eating eating okay anyways um so the guy's are taking these printers and shit and just hoi- like, like fucking he manning them. What over is that Scottish the- uh, Olympics th- thing when they toss the beer oh, kegs or whatever? Shuck. The caber toss? No, no, no. No, with the pole? <laughs> no, when they have like a strongman shot- competition. Yeah, it's like the uh, shot put Scotland. Like that's what I oh, Highland God's games. Holy name, are you blathering about? <laughs> fucking Highland shit. Highland yeah. games. Anyways, yeah. so they're just throwing these old ass tube um monitors into the truck Uh-oh. and oh, it's so satisfying though to hear the crunching noises and the shattering and the of glasses <laughs> and yeah oh it's nice hey careful man there's a beverage here it's like in the office space when they destroy the printer yeah exactly it, yeah it's fantastic the old fax machine mm-hmm. so Another tidbit. So there's a bunch of stuff upstairs, like I was telling you guys about. So um, we end up, I was like, okay, I have more stuff if you want to take it. And he's like, yeah, like, we'll we'll take whatever. He's beating sweat. I mean, it's fucking 99 degrees outside. It's hot. So he pulls the truck under my little stairs. Right. And they proceed to just toss everything over the banister <laughs> into still, the truck. I'm still going to send it. So, Mike, you kind of stole my thunder there because that's exactly how I felt. I had to get in on this. Oh, so yeah. I threw one of the printers over the side into the truck. Fuck you, TPS machine. Talk about <laughs> talk about stress relief, right? That was last uh, last week's episode. Yeah. Oh, stress relief. stress relief. There you go. It was. I. It was so satisfying. So Very cathartic. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Like, fuck, uh, what is it? The, the smash rooms. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? You can go. Yeah, they have and, places like, where you can just like break office furniture and stuff or whatever. Yes. That would be a new way to get rid of e-waste. There you go. (laughs) New business venture. In a van down by the river. (laughs) You could do that at your current place of business if you're planning on quitting. (laughs) You can do anything if you plan on quitting. They will send you that bill. You will find out. (laughs) Have fun with your layoffs. Yeah. Any day's a half day if you just fucking leave. (laughs) (laughs) Need a break? Walk the fuck off? Yeah. (laughs) So just to wrap that story up, like, seriously, I can't believe that that took me a week and a half to put together that a guy who comes twice a week to pick up the scrap metal, it didn't click in my head. It didn't go, bing, hey, maybe you should do this. So 
Got any? Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm trying to think yeah. of a. <laughs> You're a true best friend. A good light bulb moment that really happened to me at work that would What's, really I'm sure there's many moments when you're like oh I'm an idiot well yeah that's pretty much every 15 <laughs> minutes but yeah. I, I don't mean to sound <laughs> sorry husband like don't you feel seconds. like it's yeah, like exactly. an idiot all the time <laughs> you got any light bulb moments that you can pull off the top of your head there Mike I'm still trying to think you know honestly it's not like light bulb moments for me uh, other than like, because he's you know, a transmission, because he's tech. fucking perfect, exactly. No, like, like little diagnostic mm. things where it's like oh, you know, you're following a pinpoint test, and all of a sudden you you know like realize, oh wait, I don't need to follow the rest of this thing. I know where to look for because I've you know researched enough or whatever. But you know, more moreover, it's like the the light bulb moments when you can see it in the customer's eyes when you're explaining them to something. Or oh, whatever, and it's like yeah. Oh, I, I I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the like the, the little glimmer of hope they had in their eyes just dies, and their yeah, face goes fully here. flaccid, <laughs> and it's just you oh, know. phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, At least Mike got it. I did. I missed it. I said flaccid. He said flaccid. Um, said flaccid. That's a term for a penis. A yeah, a penis. It, yes, a. a yeah. You also said orifice the other day, and I giggled like a child. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. uh, you've been hanging out with these guys for too long. I <laughs> we like to have fun. What have we, we like done to, to you? <laughs> you've broken my best friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that expensive piece? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the light bulb, the light just leaves. It's an opposite of a light bulb. It's when the light leaves the yeah, customer's when, eyes because the they realize that maybe they're a word that is controversial. That well, was the last shred of hope I had. Yeah. Sometimes you can actually get through oh. to the people and you know uh, make them realize. Not you know you don't want to prove somebody wrong, but you just want right. to help them understand like what the reality of the situation is. Sometimes so, people don't want to accept reality, and that's not any of our problems. But Right. So not so much me, but how Mike's whole thing about you mm-hmm. know seeing the absolute life drain from a customer. <laughs> so today, actually, we had a customer bring in a really old Mazda 3. I think it was 06. Had like 85,000 miles on it, give or take. She brings it in, and she goes, oh, I want to make sure that you guys really tighten down, you know, the oil filter and the drain plug because last time I brought this here, it's my daughter's landlord said that it was leaking oil everywhere, yada, yada, yada. She says, I took it to an independent shop and he confirmed that and tightened down the drain plug. That's my favorite. First, to start this off, the last time that we saw these two ladies was January of 2019. (laughs) so before this happens and when we saw them she had mm, almost 70,000 miles so it's been give or take 15,000 miles and over two years since we had seen her and I look at them first I'm like wait a minute this has been two and a half years and 15,000 miles since you've brought this back to us I'm like you have not it since then I asked so you have you gotten an oil change somewhere and they're like no we don't drive it much the fuck you mean you don't drive it six much? Six months. Every six months. Yeah, and I go, and I go, if I'm like six months, 5,000 miles. I'm like, you can push it a little bit farther on both, but it's still, you're using your car. And they're like, eh, it's no big deal. Okay, it is a big deal, but you know what? It's your car. I can only teach you so much. So she's like, I just want to make sure that you triple check and everything's perfect. I'm like, whatever, that's fine. 
So we bring it in and we lift it up and it's dry in all of the places that she said it would be because she took it back, whatever. Um, phrasing? <laughs> dry, 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 dry. dry. Oh, wait. So we... Deep right there. Deep right. So we... Oh, we need the sound bite of um, the Kool-Aid man going... Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm writing that down now. <laughs> jot jot jot. Hey, careful, man! There's a beverage here. <laughs> so we do the oil change, and before anything starts, and we lift it in the air, uh, lift it in the air, we notice that where the transmission and the differential meet, um, it's leaking from the seam. So the silicone's going real bad. Okay. And we're like, eh, it kind of looks old. So we wipe everything off and get it nice and clean. So the silicone was dry, 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 dry. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> gone, gone, gone. So we wipe it off, do the oil change, tighten everything down, take it for a test drive after cleaning it, lift it back up in the air just in case because don't want to mess with it. So drain plug, dry. Oil filter, dry. However, tiny bit of seepage from the car. So now comes the life leaving their eyes. Um, the daughter is trying to go to school, pay for a house, normal crap. Um, she comes in and I'm at my desk and they usually deal with my partner across the way. You know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. And she looks at him. She goes, should we just call him boomer? No, that's no, it's fine. We'll call him motorcycle man. Um, he, she turns to him and goes, realistically, how much time do you think my daughter has with this vehicle left? And realistically, if you take care of them, we've seen the 06s, 08 Mazda 3s go 200,000 plus when you don't wait two and a half years and go 15,000 miles between oil changes. Yeah, oh my God. But that's besides the point. So Girl. he, so he knows the thing about my buddy across the way is he, he means well, but he knew nothing about what we had found or asked me before he answered this question. So mm -hmm. he goes to tell her because I went outside and I overheard it to pull up her car. And I overheard him say, oh, yeah, no, the car's in perfect condition. You're fine. Mm -hmm. So uh -oh. I kind of heard that when I leave. I come back inside and she goes, what do you think? I'm like, what do I think about what? And she's like, how long do you think this car will last? I'm like, well, I took a picture for you. So just in case she's like, oh, you didn't do anything. I took a picture and I showed her. I'm like, you see right here where this seam is? I'm like, it is leaking, seeping, excuse me, from this point. At a dealership's perspective, we are not cracking this open to fix it. If we would have to replace the transmission, it's just what we do here. I'm like, you can take it to another shop and they will break it open and reseal everything. And that's fine. We just don't do it here. And she goes, the daughter goes white. She's like, what do you mean transmission? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, that's that a word expensive, that. Like yeah, cash yeah. register machine. Exactly. <laughs> so she goes white and mom kind of looks at me like I'm an asshole for just telling them what's going on. And she goes, well, how much would a transmission cost? I'm like, uh, 6,000 plus. And she goes white. Ooh, she goes white. And Don't be mad at your mic. Yeah, I know. I, he did nothing to me. Sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So it's, she goes. It's not white. my fault. I promise. It's not my fault. So, <laughs> so she goes white, and they both turn around in unison and lock eyes with motorcycle man. And he goes, 
well, I didn't know about that stuff. <laughs> so then she well. goes, right. And she goes, well, realistically, how long is it going to last knowing this stuff? I'm like, to be fair, to be fair, whatever. To be fair. Yeah, to to be fair. fair. It's just seeping. But I'm like, you guys can't be doing this 15,000 mile in between oil change things. You can't be doing two and a half years between. And I'm like, six months. 5,000 miles, especially with higher mileage, and quit using conventional, just use synthetic. It's just better. And That's like, what she said. <laughs> and, I, and they go, well, we've heard this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, yeah, they're basically the same. Just use synthetic. It's just lubrication's better. It's good for your car, blah, blah, blah. So they leave, and he looks at me. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> I will Aww. use this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going in the pod. Content. 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 <laughs> Sick tent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake, you have another story. So this was a car ride story on the way over here. Um, oh, about so it's like the child. News. Oh, you mean di- boop, 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 breaking news? <laughs> you mean dinosaur kid? Yes. Oh God, I told Mike and Kevin. Do you want to save this for another another day? I think I'll save this save this one for another day because it'll be for a longer segment. I thought about that. If you want to jot it down, Mike. We should talk about our favorite Behind ki- the curtain. our favorite kid moments because I thought about that when I said that story. There have been some hilarious stories of parents bringing oh, in their damn memory. children. Are you typing away there, Mac? <laughs> no, no, I'm right here. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Why, why are you panting, Mike? <clears throat> I'm doing stuff and things. Oh, okay. <laughs> stuff, stuff and things are occurring. I right think now. he fucking shattered it. Do you have oh a? Do you have a leave your? Uh, uh, soul leave your body story you want to tell real quick uh, soul leave my body story a customer specifically I guess or or it could be you <laughs> I went on a test drive with this guy and he was high as hell <laughs> my soul left my body uh, honestly not particularly no <laughs> not, not, not off the top of my head really you've yeah. never told a customer and they've just pooped themselves well I've told a lot of people the, the cold hard truth and the people that really need to understand the cold hard truth mm-hmm. are the ones that don't take it. Yeah. And so it's like <laughs> phrasing. That's the, what she said. <laughs> the, focus, the focus customer uh, from last week's episode that I talked about when I was mm. finally explaining to the father how oh, yeah. the clutch was a problem the whole time and they declined that repair. And mm-hmm. then when the kid realized that he wasn't going to get anything for free out of us because we were right and his father understood that, you know, the kid shut down the conversation. Um, also the guy that gave us a horrible re- review on Yelp, which I also talked about in a previous episode. Did I make where... it clear that your job is at stake? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had told him that, uh, you know, the repairs on his diesel truck were done improperly. Whoever worked on it before had, had done them wrong. Mm-hmm. And all of his injector wires were, the wires were physically touching each other, causing everything to short out. And like, that's why the truck wouldn't run. And he said, I didn't know what I, I was talking about and that, you know, uh, I, I told him the wrong things and, you know, all, all this sort of stuff. So I, I don't really ever have a chance to, like, tell somebody, like, oh, here's the good news and here's the bad news. It's like, this is only bad news and it's up to you how to take it. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I'm, I'm like, generally brought out <laughs> for, like, you know, the customers that, like, are being abusive or disruptive mm-hmm. or like not understanding or like you know the people who who their father owned a dealership or you know i used to work on cars back in the day or you know i'm a race car driver you know those, those are the t- sort of people that like, are you now <laughs> yeah those are the sort of people that i get called up to the service drive for to, to talk to and it, it, 
honestly, it's like you either mesh with the person really well and you're able to, you know, discuss things openly and mm-hmm. have come to a mutual understanding, or there's somebody that came in there with only one possible outcome. And if that outcome doesn't happen, they're not happy. They're not happy. And yeah. your outcome is not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's just, yep. it's not the way that it's going to work here. I, I mean, I'm open to, to suggestions, but you're probably wrong. Mm-hmm. So anything <laughs> you're doing is bad. Yeah. I want you to know this. And uh, uh, again, you know, being in the service industry, you have to tell these people these things in the most gentlest and kindest of ways. Mm-hmm. And that becomes creative. And, you know, <laughs> it's like having a brand new coloring book. You never know what you're going to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, really great. It's, it's a lot of fun. So for a quick kind of off topic thing that kind of popped in with not really soul leaving the body, but something that surprised me today, I had a really nice lady, either South African or New Zealand or Australia, couldn't really make out the accent, but within that general one of the three. Not British. Not British. A hundred percent not British. So she brings her car in and we do a treatment called a Zurich treatment where it's like a chemical coat for the inside of the car and the outside of the car. Is that like true coat? Kind of, sort of. It's just... Wait, so it's like a protection material for the inside of the vehicle? Wasn't that um, uh, Christopher Walken's company uh, for the microchips in that James Bond movie? Oh, you're fucking weird, dude. Yeah, your brain works differently. <laughs> oh yeah, let me just pull. Slip, slip into the DMs and tell me that I'm wrong. Okay, slip into the DMs and tell me that I'm wrong. Someone knows. You're probably right when it comes to that random shit. Yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah, he only totally. says it when he knows the answer that he's giving is true, and then he makes it seem like he doesn't know. So people are like, "Oh, dude, you're right," and he's like, "Oh shit, how did I know?" Oh my god, thank oh, you. Oh, I, no. just, I can Google it right now. <laughs> so I'm not quite he's sure if so I'm right. Humble. Oh, seriously, it was nothing. I okay. am moving the forward. most humble. Moving forward, <laughs> yes. Moving forward. Fair enough. So she comes in in this treatment. It's like there's a bunch of them, like he said, true coat, whatever the ceramic coating stuff. It's similar. So. In my opinion, I think it's all snake oil, smoke and mirrors. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, you know, they sell it as, well, when you're buying the car, if you give us an extra, you know, $1,500, it's... Don't tell Ivanka these things. She doesn't know. She doesn't know how it really is. (laughs) She deserves... Her virgin ears don't want to deserves to know. (laughs) So, basically, that's just finance being shysters. But, anyways, so they coat the inside and the outside every two years... Technically, you're entitled to another re- oh god, another retreatment. So she comes in. She's super nice. She's super funny. Seems really um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of I can't think of, but not really super exciting type of thing. Doesn't seem like she wants to like rock the boat. Oh, I can't, she's like non-confrontational. Yeah, non-confrontational. Like a little there, bit of a wallflower. There's a word. Oh, yeah, yeah, calm. There's a word that I'm looking for, but I can't really think of. But either way. She goes, so I've got this protection. I've got something. It's She's got another protection that's called titanium, which is another finance that's the smoke and mirror. Thing. No. Oh, no. That's something else. Where this is, it gets you, you know, non-paintless dent repair, wheel repair, and key replacement. So if you get uh, curb okay. rash or you lose a key or you damage a key, all of that's it's covered. It's like the premium package or whatever. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So she comes in and she's got an envelope and she opens it up and it's a piece of paper that's super long with a list of things that she wants fixed on her car. Unfortunately, every single, you know, dent had chips in it. So that's not repairable. The wheels weren't damaged. They were just scratched superficially, not covered all this stuff. So the one thing that we could do is she lost a key. So I'm like, sure, I can do this today and I can get the Zurich treatment redone for you. 
She's like, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Super happy. Love helping people. So we go get that all done. She ends up buying an ID4 with with Sheldon. (gasps) Oh, Shelly. Exactly. So he's Australian as well. I think it's in a view to a kill. I think that's the James Bond. Oh my God, Mike. Oh my God. (laughs) Kevin was trying to find a button and just completely gave up. Sorry, you could could mute me for this. Oh my God. Order up, order order up. I'm sorry. Would you like fries with that? Sorry, my fat fingers hit two buttons. I was going for the... Yeah, it's one point on the board for me. I'm sorry. Jesus. Not to interrupt, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> right. So I I pull up the car and of course I <clears throat> I look at it beforehand just to make sure she had specific spots on her driver's seat she wanted off. She's like, I've got sunscreen or something and it stained it. And I'm like, you haven't tried cleaning this yourself? And she's like, I've tried everything. So we get that stain out and she's got on the left side, I noticed before she left, it looked like tree sap, like decent oh. amounts of tree sap. So she said, it's on the top, it looks like bird poop, and there's some on the side that looks like bird poop, and it didn't. So I'm like, we'll try our best. My guys get it off, but it has left a horrible chew mark right out of the clear coat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I pull up the car, she looks at it, she's like, it looks amazing. And <laughs> it looks amazing. Here's and your keys. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, okay, bye. I'm like, and she's like, why are you standing in that particular <laughs> fashion? <laughs> Wait, move your hand off the roof for a second, right. please. <laughs> so she goes, before this, she noticed that. She goes, by the way, I was talking with your salesman, Sheldon, and we, you know, hit it off talking back and forth about Australia, blah, 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 about the ID4. And uh, I show her that. And she looks at it and she's like, what is that? I'm like, that's tree sap and there's really nothing we can do for this situation it's like the treatment we have to do it a certain way we can't really pre-detail it with a bunch of stuff right. so i told her i'm like you can try and go and get it clay barred you can try and have them buff it out you might have to have it wet sanded there's a couple of different things that i gave her and she looks at it and she's like that fucking piece of shit tree and i'm like whoa who is this woman and and she looks at me and she's like i'm so sorry i've been spending a lot of time with sheldon (laughs) (laughs) so that was awesome but he like made her come out of her shell exactly and she's all like i park under it, and she's like that makes sense i know it's not your guys's fault she's like literally the left side of my car where it's dripped in multiple spots i am parked right there underneath that tree so she left happy though it was super funny and super nice lady so those small situations always make it worthwhile to go the extra step yeah heck i had to grab a part from gas oh geez that we no short task i know we didn't have um the actual transmitter in stock and they're back ordered so i'm like wait call gas see if they have one and see if they'll give it to us and they had three so it's just a parts shop called gas I'm trying not to use. Oh, oh, I'm there. I'm okay. there. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Producer, how's uh, is it about that time? It is definitely about that time. It I is definitely go about that. Home, you guys. <laughs> I miss my mom. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Looks like someone's going to read us out here. Give us, give everyone a little information about where they can find us. And (gasps) I'm so sorry. I put my phone on. Do not disturb. I swear. First first guest (laughs) and she fucks up like that. Jesus. I swear. 
Guess who's never coming back? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Ivanka. Just kidding. We all. Wait, 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 we, we, cool. we She's with me. She's hashtag with sell me. the bell. It's not hashtag sell the chimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, uh, again, thank you so much for listening. We can't thank you enough for your support um, on all the social meds and social meds. Social meds. Um, you know, you guys are really awesome for uh, commenting, liking, sharing all of our stuff. Um, again, keep sending us emails. Um, you can send us emails at customerstatespodcast at gmail.com, which also just happens to be our PayPal. <clears throat> uh, so, you know, drop Why us, are you standing like that next to the car? <laughs> drop us a nickel and we'll give you a shout out. Uh, <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at customer underscore states. Um, you can also check us out at uh, anchor.fm. Mm-hmm. And we are now available on like eight major streaming platforms, yep. including Spotify, iHeartRadio, and yep. Apple Podcasts, yep, yep, yep. Google Casts, so many more. You guys are famous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, we love you all so much. By the river. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for helping keeping this alive. And um, thank you to our sponsors, as always. Sponsors. It, keeps, yes. it keeps the lights on, and people who do support us also help keep the lights on. So yeah. we appreciate oh, yeah. it. Definitely. Huge. And uh, Ivanka, thanks for joining us. Thanks for letting me butt in, guys. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you for the delicious hard seltzer beverages. <laughs> they are. <laughs> the generically flavored hard seltzer they beverages. They are truly well, delicious. They are it wasn't truly hard. Delicious. It wasn't a hard decision like as to what to bring. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on that page. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> but thanks again, guys. We uh, Episode 14, and we'll see you for the 15th. Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. As a senior master technician with 20 years of experience wrenching, I know how important it is to have the right tool for the job. That's why I call my Matco tool distributor, Nick Lowridge. It doesn't matter whether I need a new 10 millimeter socket or some sort of specialty tool for that one unique car I may be working on. He knows what's up. Being a former tech, Nick speaks my technician jargon fluently and can get me whatever tool I need for whatever job I may take on. Excellent customer service, the best beef jerky on a tool truck, and that smile. What more could you ask for in a Matco distributor? Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area. Call him at 805-796-7323 for all your tool needs. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him on the Customer States podcast. Then hop onto your interweb browsing machine and type in matcotools.com to find an authorized Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Trust. Results.